Good evening, John. Good evening, Ben. How are you? I am... I am slightly left, slightly right, not all right tonight. How are you? Yeah, I'm good. I'm good. Can't complain. Can't complain, can't... I mean, I can complain. I, I, I don't know how much I should say about the last, really, 24 hours, but it's been a shit show, as you know, John. That's all I can say. <laughs> Been a shit show. <laughs> shit show. Just. Hasn't it just? Uh, I was supposed to have been releasing a wonderful video today around midday, which now, for legal reasons, I still can't release for at least another three months. So, uh, yeah. Anyway, That's all I can say. So, um, what about the news about Donald? Are we talking about Donald? Uh, Donald <laughs> off the Trumpus. Yeah, we're talking. We're not talking about the big news about Donald. We're talking about the slightly suppressed news about Donald, aren't we? Well, right the now? fact that he won his case against Thormy. <laughs> yeah, he's he's been awarded. He was awarded half a million dollars, roughly, in damages by mm. Stormy uh, from Stormy Damage Stormy Damages Stormy Daniels, <laughs> and uh, now the Court of Appeals have upheld his claim for lawyers' fees for uh, around one hundred and twenty nine thousand dollars meaning that miss daniels owes donald trump over six hundred thousand dollars and i'm sure we're going to be talking about this bullshit indictment throughout the course of the show and i think the two are pretty much directly linked at this point but we shall see what do you think of this situation then john yeah i think um well we will talk about the indictment but i think it's um it's it's uh it's a distraction, in my view. That's it's nothing more, nothing less. Yeah, of, of course it is. But then at the same time, like I say, I can't really delve into it if we're not delving into the indictments right now. But the two, no. I think, are very, very firmly linked. Yeah, let's um, and in. they should be. Let's dig in later. Let's dig in let's, later. But, let's, uh, let's do that. Just a little. So, uh, what? Are, I was going to say, what you've been up to in the last last couple of days? I haven't seen you, John. You you're looking. You're looking more and more uh, refined, shall I say. Well, I had a shower. <laughs> and look, people, and we're matching. Yeah, and it wasn't it we... wasn't coordinated. Not at all. We didn't even plan it. I just turned up wearing this, and he's sitting there wearing that. And I went, oh, for fuck's sake, he's dressed like me. <sighs> Although I do think, <laughs> I do think um, my colours are better. I think you're a bit you're very dark at the moment. Yeah, well, yeah, possibly, but you're a bit overexposed. Well, I'm probably underexposed. You're overexposed. Well, hey, in between, put us together and you can get proper exposure. <laughs> and before John opens the show, we would love to see those likes hit the video so that we can push that algorithm, draw yeah. more people in, hit the share button if you haven't already. We're going to talk. We're going to laugh. We're going to cry. It's going to be an emotional evening. John, introduce the show. Well, and with that, I'd like to welcome one and all to this episode 211, 211 of Chasing Descent Live with me, John, from a country in turmoil as a former First so. Minister's husband gets locked up, and oh. from Ben on the south coast of this fair isle that we call England. Indeed. Cause I don't give a fuck what you say Yeah, I'ma do shit my way So you 
can go kick rocks I'm a sad bricks up there But I want to make I got a lot of shit to say So I'ma do this every day I'll be writing things Until I'm fucking buried in my grave Yeah, I do need to extend that slightly. Yeah, you do, because I'm still dancing to it in my head. Uh, DW says, 211, can you bloody believe it? Waiting for the 250 celebrations. Well, well, then we, we might do something for that. You never know. So, you know 250. It's, it's quite... 250. 250. It will, it will be after May the 11th, I think. No, it should be. Yeah, we only do two yeah. shows a week at the moment. That can... Let's see what your points can get, really, haven't we? Yes. <laughs> best, best have a look at your frequent flyer miles, I think. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's the May the 11th. <laughs> so... And, uh, speaking of things that are coming up, uh, I will be in Paris, at, in central Paris, by the looks of it, on the 9th of... 9th of May uh, to have a look around and see if anybody's a protesting and if they are that is when I shall be a streaming and I'll be going back to my old ways for one afternoon only uh, in Central Paris so join me for that a uh, little bit of a roller coaster uh, just next month so Pretty Pert gives us this one um, he was one of the first Where ones out with uh, the information this morning. And and mm -hmm. the question is valid because we did think that maybe Nicola had resigned. Well, my view was that she had resigned when she did because there was nobody that could make her look bad <laughs> that was going yeah. to replace her. And I still think there was a bit of that in it. But I, I think she probably did know that something was coming. Yeah, I think somebody's I given all the heads up. I think you could. I think you absolutely could be right. Um, I mean, your your little your little parody video, I think, says it all. She definitely knew. I think they've probably known that this is coming for a while. Um, it was just when they were probably they were probably surprised. They probably didn't know they were turning up at the crack of dawn this morning. Well, she but... left the house. She get picked up at ten past eight. The police turned up at eight thirty. Ooh. So she was either they strategically waited for her to leave, or she was like, "Eh, no, I'm not gonna be here. Uh, you guys can arrest him in a minute." But how in? I mean, we're going to speculation town here, right? Uh, but me and John were kind of having this conversation earlier. Surely she knew, right? Sure, not just about the arrest, but about what what he's alleged to have done. No, Jack, surely she knew. Of course she has to. She's the first minister. I mean, he's well, the chief exec. She was the first minister. Together they ran the so, party. Together they ran the party. But secondly, and also, you know, she's his wife. And even when I go abroad without my wife, my wife knows where I am and what I'm doing every step of the way, even if I don't bloody tell her. She's got some kind of telepathic bloody link, right? She yeah, knows what but... he's doing. Yours isn't that kind of marriage. What well, mine's an actual marriage, not not a not a uh, Peter Murrell's. Yeah, well, your, yours not, isn't a. I'm not my of, wife's beard. Yeah, exactly. You're not your wife's <laughs> beard. Yeah. I'm not my wife's beard. I haven't seen any of Craig Campbell's tweets today. No. Oh, Craig. Oh, I don't know. No, no, no. Well, I don't know who no. Is. 
I don't know. It's all, it's all, uh, but it's all speculation at this point. But surely, surely she, she, she must have known something. And I would not be shocked. So the 600 K K was meant to be, was it meant to be a camp? No, what was it? 600 K was a campaign contribution or something like that. And Mm -hmm. the allegation is that the, SMP just used it to, for day-to-day running of the party. Because I think the party's broke, basically. Of course. I mean, there is a th- they've done nothing but lose members since they got into power. So I think they're probably about half the amount of members they had when they started. So, yeah, yeah. the SMP as a party is, is defunct. Um, I can't see them getting into power again if there was another election. She did take advantage of it to hold it during the uh, uh, pandemic. I'm going to push. I'm going to push back on you a little bit there because, unfortunately, uh, please don't hate me for saying this, but mass populations are inherently stupid. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> I would say that there's quite a possibility that they are going to get back into power. They will be voted again because what are the alternatives? Oh, I think um, if well, if people are sensible, then they'll vote. They'll, they'll vote tactically and everybody would vote for Labour. Well, and then you've got old, uh, what's his name? The old the old bloody Salmon. He's, he's his little party, Alba. No, is it no called Alba? Vote for that. No. No, no. Why is it that your your country has this affinity for, for putting people in power who have the surnames of a fish? It doesn't... <laughs> Salmon, not Salmon. No, it's... Salmon. You know, it's... You, you know, you you know, everybody calls him Alex Salmon. Yeah, right? that's not his name. Salmon Sturgeon. You but there you go. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Yeah. So uh, the whole thing's about. Uh, it, it was a long time coming, though, wasn't it? It really was a long time coming. I mean, it should have been over and done with. You know, possibly two years ago. That should have oh. been a. They should have been arrested and investigated. And the thing is, they've gone into the um, they've gone into the the headquarters and all that as well. So they've taken yeah. shitloads of stuff out of there. So we'll see what happens. But um, I don't know what they're doing in the garden though, because they ha- they did have a spade and they put those tents up. So I think maybe they think he's buried the money in the front garden. <laughs> buried the money. <laughs> or has anybody seen Sean Batty around? Has he disappeared? Do you think they've been wiretapping him? And he's like, Nick, Nicola, Nicola, uh, go to McDonald's, but first, you know, go to the garden, get some cash. Aye. Go, go, get some cash. Maybe he's buried wee Sean in the garden. Anyway. Maybe, or maybe something even worse. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. Worse. Let's move on to our good friend Mark Changizi, shall we? Let's get away from this Scottish drama. I know it's... I know it's uh, your further, but he says uh, those things that purposely close down the economy kill. And he's got a tweet here from Kevin Bash, PhD, who says new data. One third of life expectancy lost in America during COOF was from lockdowns, not COOF. Some researchers believe COOF deaths were overcounted three to ten times. I, 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 I think that's conservative. That I said, this suggests that lockdowns caused a far greater loss of life expectancy than the COOF itself. And once again, in this country, I will direct you back to the fact that the University of Warwick gave our government a study that said just 
that. It mm-hmm. said that the lockdowns in this country would be inadvertently co- would inadvertently cause three hundred to five hundred thousand deaths. Yeah, and the thing and is, they went ahead and did it anyway. Yeah, and and our friend Mark will be um will be visiting us on the Thursday the thirteenth of April. So put that. Oh, we've got him back, have we? Yeah, yeah. I told you that. So I told no, you, you we've you got have... Suzanne tomorrow. Yes. So Suzanne Seddon's on tomorrow night, and then we've got Mark on the thirteenth, and then we've got Ed the Techie and his investigation into Dirty Diana on the twenty seventh mm-hmm. of April. So the only slot we have empty at the moment is the twentieth. And uh, I think I have a couple of people in mind for that. Not who we were discussing earlier. Um, I've got a couple of people in mind for that. I did tell you in the in the chat. I will, can't announce anything yeah. just yet. Yeah. But there is something else that I have in the works, and that is all I will say for now, you little tease. So, I was watching something from Mark today, and it was really pretty good, and it, it kind of explained why the people that were pro-lockdown... Mm-hmm can't change their minds because they don't have the capacity to because their argument wasn't that their argument's not that the science changed because the science hasn't changed right nope their argument is locked into the fact that they believed they believed in action and they believed in the government taking the actions and and you know what even the government but for that to for that to be effective, they had to believe that this wasn't a question of free speech or rights or anything like yeah. that. It was a question of the actions the government took had to be effective. Now, if they if they turn around and say those actions were not effective, then uh-huh. they have they don't have a leg to stand on, so they cannot do that. That's why they cannot accept that they're wrong. That's why you get so much pushback from yes. these people on on the on yes. the pro restriction side because th- there is nowhere for them to go if they if they suddenly go, well, actually we were wrong and these things maybe weren't effective. Their, their whole thing's gone and they're just left there as a gibbering pile of of complete and utter nothing. No, you're, you're, well, Mark is absolutely right. Yeah. Um, and the government themselves, when we can look at... Remember, when they first sort of reopened bars and pubs in this country... There was there was guidance. There was guidance issued to those bars, pubs, restaurants, whatever. And in that guidance, it specifically stated that there was no uh, there was there was no evidence that masks indoors would work. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. It specifically said that from the UK government. So so we're not going to mandate them. Then there was public and media outcry, and the government went right. We have to be seen to be doing something. So instead. Instead of actually, you know, releasing a study or something like that, what they actually did was simply remove that paragraph from the guidance and said, yeah, yeah we're going to mandate them now. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And I mean, remember when the whole thing kicked off as well, because the Who's playbook for pandemics was never shut borders, don't stop, don't mm-hmm. stop travel. 
Uh-huh. <laughs> and they, they just changed that overnight for no good reason. Nothing. Yeah. You know, nothing about it. Nothing about the science changing. They just changed it because... Because people wanted you to stop travel. People wanted uh-huh. you to limit their actions. People wanted uh-huh. you. Because it made sense in their little brains that this would stop uh-huh. things. And that's not how the world works, unfortunately. Because, I mean, the, the, they've actually got evidence to show that it doesn't matter about air travel because viruses, if, they're tra- if they exist and if they're travelling, um, sp- seem to spread through the jet stream. So they go yes. everywhere anyway. So, well, this is well, this is it, and this is why things like um, one-way systems could never have worked. <laughs> I mean, you think about and, and air, airplane travel, right? Airplane travel kept going, right? Mm-hmm. So you you were two meters apart in the airport and yep. through security and everything at the gate until you got to the plane and then suddenly it was fine to sit next to you know 300 other people of course it was you know science <laughs> science John it's just it was I mean anyone with half a brain would look at that and go what the hell are we doing what are well, we yeah. doing and and we did I mean because I, I, I must admit I deliberately ignored every restriction that I could didn't we all? Yeah. Well, didn't no, we didn't. We most people didn't. I we mean, might have, I, I, but most people didn't. I would say that most people watch... Oh, gosh. We're back. We're back. We are back. Hey. Hello, people. We are sorry about that. I don't know if anyone's on Virgin Media, but it's been up and down like a pair of whores knickers. Yeah, we are very sorry. Very, very sorry. Um, we don't know what's happening with uh, YouTube or, or things like that. But we are back. Um, well, and, yeah, I've got, we all had a lot of... Uh, I've got CPU at 1.7%. I've got dropped frames right. at 0%, right? Right. And I was sitting watching the YouTube thing buffering away. And the, the YouTube... Thresh the the um the quality seems to have dropped, but I can't understand. It looks good why. my end. Yeah, I can't. I can see the YouTube why. stream. It is. It's looking good now. So uh, yeah, I think um, a combination of circumstances being that Virgin are shite. I they might be fast when they work, but generally, when they go wrong, they are shite. I think you could possibly be correct, John. Yeah. Right. Uh, I'm just doing some speed tests my end to make sure everything is good here. Yeah, I think everyone's uh, fine. And I don't it's think looking, it's up. It's yeah, Virgin okay. Media don't seem to know what to do when they go down. Because it's like, I mean, they, they went down the other night and I changed I changed the DNS away from Virgin and everything worked. So it was obviously yeah. a DNS fault at their end. But they didn't fucking have a clue what they're doing. Of course not. But anyway, but, um, um, hopefully any- you won't have that issue anymore when you move to your new studio. Well, we'll see what happens. I mean, I, I think you're always going to have these problems, and this is a problem with technology. It's it's not a washing machine. That's the problem because people mm-hmm. expect they, they they take these things and they expect it just to work, 
And very rarely do computers just work. I mean, you know that as yeah. much as anyone, you know. It's, they're not really a domestic appliance, and, and computing isn't even a science. It's an art. No. <laughs> well, yeah. Um, you're, you're, abs- you're absolutely right. It is an art. Right, shall we move on? Anyway, we are out of the, we're out of the shite. We've got a few people watching. We've got double the viewers we do like. So uh, before we do move on, I'm going to have to get a bit... Yeah, when you're talking, it, it's advisable to face the microphone, donkey boy. <laughs> can't even get the damn bat out, John. I can't even get the damn bat out. Get yours out. <laughs> That's a bit previous. <laughs> Just get it out, John. Whip it out, boy. <laughs> Right, uh, and one of right. his first acts is First Minister, okay. Hems are useless. The Scottish Government has now a dedicated independence minister. And this chap is the, the dedicated independence minister, Dave Duggan, MP, right? So basically... So, He's got a dedicated minister that can go to Westminster and go, can we have a referendum, please? And then Westminster will go, no. No, no. What he has now, in my view, <laughs> is the first thing he's done is effectively put someone in post that he can blame when they don't get independence. Not my fault. I'm great. It was Dave Duggan that failed. <laughs> so you're on the chopping block, Dave, aren't you? I think I think it could be, but but also at the same time, his literal job is going to be to go to Westminster yeah. and go, "I can we have a referendum, please?" And, and Westminster is just going to go, "No, no, <laughs> no, no," because <laughs> Westminster's already getting wise to them because the national, yeah. the national, which is um, the SNP's paper, right? The UK, oh. and you think this was. It's as if they're telling us something that we don't want to know. The UK government is reportedly planning to further crack down on the Scottish government's international activities over fears that SNP ministers are using the global stage to promote independence. Now, well, they are. It, are they, well, they're going they, they outside are. of their station to do it. But yeah, yeah. But the other thing they're doing is they've they've massively overstepped the remit. They're using public yes. money to do it. Yes. I mean, Nicola, when so she was yeah. when she was first minister, she was going on fucking, she was going on promotion tours all over the world, wasn't she? Mm-hmm. Right, yeah. come to Scotland. Her job is not international relations, and it never has been. That's not part of relations for the United Kingdom. Are you know? I'm not saying I agree with the system, but the international relations for the United Kingdom are done by Westminster. Well, I, I would they go are, further. I would go further. My view is the whole devolution thing is a massive failure. It's a failed experiment. It's time to rip it out by the roots and let's go back to the system we had before because it's not doing us any favours. It's not doing you any favours. It's not doing the people of Scotland, the people of England, the people of Ireland, the people of uh, Wales any favours whatsoever. It's not helping the public purse. All it's doing is creating division and making everyone hate each other. So what's the oh, point? Well, you mean... You, you mean, um, like, the aims of government would be to control the population. And the way they do that is by making us hate each other. Because if yeah. we are focusing upon one another, we are not focusing upon them. Yeah. It's it's as simple as that. I mean, I don't go down many rabbit holes. You know that. 
right? But at the same time, at the same time, I think we can all agree that your government does not have your best interests at heart. That, that saying, you know, the scariest words you can hear, I'm from the government and I'm here to help. Yeah, definitely. Speaking I of agree. coming from the government and here to help, this mm. Yvette Cooper is really a... Well, they all are horrible people, to be honest, right? Yeah, so, but she's not from the government. No, but, no, but what she's doing is... She's saying things, right, that mm -hmm. the Labour Party have been guilty of in the past. Yes. Right. And then she's blaming the government for failing to act on grooming gangs, okay? <laughs> so well, you can see you can see the narrative that's forming around social media at the moment because Suella Braverman has named a certain type of offender, shall we say. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Um Oh, and now, then they come out. They come out with a study disproving it, saying that the majority of grooming gang members are white males. Yeah, well, of course they are. Yeah, yeah, sure. But of course they are. The majority of the country is made up of white males. But what we need to look at is proportionality. Yeah. Now, apart I, I from guess that, apart from that, right? My my beef around this is mm. all this is doing is just perpetuating this myth that it matters who you vote for. Mm -hmm. Right, because it doesn't matter which party's in power if the whole system is broken, and the, the whole system, system is broken. So it doesn't matter who you go out and vote for because the party system doesn't work. So government needs to be revamped from the bottom up, and the problem yes. is how are you going to do it? And the thing is, we don't have the answer for that. We can tell you what the problem is, but we're not here to tell you the answer, right? Um, you need to come up with that. You, we all need to come up with that collectively. We're not here to guide you. We're not here to tell you how you can solve things. We're, what we're doing right now is identifying the problem. And the problem is the system of government. Now, is the idea of democracy dead in this country? Probably, because Labour, Conservatives, you're going to get one or the other and nothing changes. They're two cheeks of the same ass, And then when we get into a situation like we have over the last three years, they all vote in lockstep with one another to your detriment. Yeah, and, and nobody nobody challenges it. That's the problem. Nobody, everybody, nobody accepts that we are their masters. Nobody, nobody really takes that response. And, and that's the problem because if you let them lead you and by lead, I mean control you, tell you what to do, impose more and more restrictions and laws on your daily life, then that's exactly what they'll do. Because that's you know one what? of their They'll aims. They'll do it without telling you. Yeah. They'll I mean, do look it at, without telling you. And this is just another example. Rachel Reeves, MP, right? And she's mm -hmm. obviously a Labour MP or something like that, okay, right? So almost a billion worth of PPE burnt by this Tory government. Right? Working people deserve a yeah. government that will treat their hard-earned taxes with respect. This is what a Labour government will do. No, it won't. No, it won't. No, what a Labour government, government will, do, will do exactly... We'll just more. The, but it doesn't matter. Any government, regardless of party, but the Labour government will just do exactly what the Tory government is doing. It will take money off you and it will spend it on themselves. Remember so the infamous they, note after Labour had finished governing, there's no money left. Remember what Remember what the aims of government are, control the people, follow their own nest. 
And that's exactly and all they do. They take money off you and, and look at the amount of tax that you pay. I mean, 33% has gone straight away between tax and national insurance, right? And that's if you're a low taxpayer. So you've lost 33% of your wage straight away. You're using 20% of everything you buy because that goes in VAT. You're losing something like 86% of your fuel cost is tax. Cigarettes, alcohol. Yeah, it's all All of these things are heavily taxed. Yeah. And so you know that you know, that one that one little bit of money that you've earned is taxed fifty times, yeah, over and over and over again. That one bit of money, how much of it is even yours? Any of it? Exactly. Anyway, so something you, else that our taxes uh, taxes paying for during the coronation ceremony coming up in just uh, just under well just over a month's time, we will be crowning not just our king, will we, John? But our well, he might be yours, but he's selling it. She's not mine. <laughs> this is just a joke. I mean, so the problem is, if you're going to play by the royalty rules, then surely you should be playing by the royalty rules. You can't just yeah, rename people. Actually, I believe under the rules, a king has the power to make his queen consort his queen, whereas a queen does <sighs> not have the power to make... Oh my okay. god! Mm-hmm. I believe that uh, someone can fact check me, but oh, I believe right. that is the case. I believe because obviously the king is the ultimate power in the land, right? Always has been, and the queen is the woman by the king's side. And I, I mean, you, how many, at this point, we might as well be living in fucking Game of Thrones. We really might as well be. Well, uh, Harold makes a good point. The patriarchy. And I mean, it truly is the definition of a patriarchy. Because the man has ultimate power. And the man has always had ultimate power. Yeah. But, yeah, yeah, it is. Uh, are, are, you, you are you all happy about this, our new queen? Do you know what? I've got to the point where I don't care. I just don't care. But I think if you do a, care and you want... Well, I, I think it was a silly move, right? And it's not because, mm -hmm. as you know, I'm certainly not a royalist, right? But I think no. it's a silly move because people did have a special have a special place in their heart for the Queen, right? For mm -hmm. Queen Elizabeth II. Mm -hmm. So I think it's a silly move on his behalf to call her the Queen. I think he should just yeah, have left I, her as Queen Consort because that would probably have assuaged the the wrath of the of the previous royal you know followers but now they're going to start turning against him and I think he's maybe just bringing along the demise of the royal you know family quicker than he would normally I might be wrong yeah so Dreadeye says, "Do we really need them? No, no, we don't. Is the answer. Of we don't. But, but I will like. To, I would like to announce that he's being coronated on a Saturday, right? Um, so uh, we are going to do a one-off Saturday stream. We don't. We do them for special events. So if you would like to, if you'd like to watch watch it and enjoy it, then watch it with us. Is what I'm going to say to you because." We're going to have some fun with old sausage fingers during oh, his uh, coronation. Sausages of the king's hand. Do you know what? I, I I might even I might even cook hot dogs and just sit here eating hot dogs during. The show. 
You'd be sick. Sting, Sting, Sting with the royal family. Right. So, concerned citizen gives us this one. What is this clown up to? Prince William personally honoured to hand Jacinda Ardern important new royal. What, what is this important new royal job? Well, the board of trustees at Prince William's Earthshot Prize, which he's probably running as a charity, has recruited yeah, a new member. Oh, Jacinda, Jacinda Ardern. Yeah. No. Look, she she's not even fucking do, British. Yeah, but didn't she study here? I mean, didn't she start her politics, her, hold on, her political hold on. career under under half, Tony Blair? Good <laughs> Chinese nation studied here, right? <laughs> yeah, but she started. Like I said, she started her political career under but, Tony Blair. Uh, the whole thing's just nepotism and sickness, and it just makes my skin crawl. I find the whole thing repellent. It really is. I, 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 they are repellent people. They're just so much. I mean, look at them. They're just sitting there so fucking smug because nothing can touch them till they're having to eat cake instead of bread. Then the next thing, we're having to slice it with that big slicer that the French invented and somebody's hand or head gets in the way. And I'm saying goes, nothing. And it all goes to pot. <laughs> saying nothing. <laughs> I mean, I'd certainly like to see one of those big slices when I'm in central Paris, but we'll see. Yeah. We'll, I can't. I, I hope they are protesting the day I go out because, Jesus, that's going to be a lot of fun. Bring I mean, out Harold the bread slicer. <laughs> Harold has already said I'll probably get tear gas, but you know we what, guys? We get a huge, we get a huge, a huge loaf here. Bring out the bread slicer. <laughs> I also will probably take my riot helmet just in case. Oh Jesus Christ! But, anyway, um, right? Um, yeah, Karen. Aldo here. Aldo. Aldo, as always, brings us the news. Twitter officials admit they have removed over five thousand posts regarding a Trans Day of Vengeance. Right? Something to do with a poster, isn't it? Yeah. Now this is. See, this is part of what we were saying the other day. Because, mm. and do not for one instant think I am excusing any kind of violence by any group, right? No. But what's happening is these people are being pointed towards using violence because they think everyone's against them. Well, because they've it. been and told is... that. They've been told it's a genocide on them, right? They think they think yeah. people are trying to wipe them out. And that's yeah. why they're taking up arms and being so aggressive because the media is feeding this pish into them all the time. And that's not Sounds the case. Familiar. That's Sounds not familiar. the case. The, the media feeding people pish that's not the case all the time. Yeah, and the last but, three years didn't happen. But this is exactly this is exactly what we've been banging on about. And of course, if people feel threatened, what do they do? They lash out. You're driving these. In, in effect, these people are being brainwashed into becoming, you know, like loose cannons. I, I will. I'm gonna. I'm gonna say something. This might sound pretty controversial, but whew, right. I'm gonna say it. Um. 
you know, I've, I've made the point on this show that I believe anybody can live as they want, identify as they want, right? Within their own lives, within their own selves. Uh, be happy. Don't harm anybody. Mm-hmm. Don't try and force anybody to, yep. you know, acknowledge mm-hmm. anything or anything like that. Just, just go and be you. However, the trans lobby, and I'm not talking about, you know, trans people as a whole here. I'm talking about the trans lobby, the militant wing yeah. that goes out there, goes on social media. I think the biggest victims of the trans lobby are trans people. Yeah, I think you're right. And and you know what? Most of the people that you see lobbying for trans aren't trans. Are not trans. No. I mean, uh, and and because... the sad reality of the situation is they, they will throw you away. <sighs> They yeah. don't care about you. They don't. They don't. It's They're the... using you for their own agenda to poke people with a stick. That's mm-hmm. it. You know, I mean, you the think about majority... it. The, the thing that gets me is, and, and I might be wrong here, okay, but in days gone by, people that had identity crisis as they were growing up, you know, maybe they wanted to be a mouse or something like that, you know, what happened was they went through it and moved on, right? Or, or they became a goth. Are a punk and they express themselves like that, okay? And then they moved on and became normal functioning members of society, right? But now, what happens is you, you, you're forcing puberty blockers on kids and it's child abuse because nobody, nobody at that age, especially when going through things like puberty, has the mental capacity to make proper decisions because everything's changing. Your body's changing. Your processes are changing. Your hormones are changing. You're up and down like a freaking yo-yo. And these people are taking complete advantage of them and turning these people into freak shows and destroying their lives because they'll never... They can never go back. You can't. Right. And you can't is, revisit it. If you block it, that's it. You're done. And it's not just that. If you know, there are people. There is a movement of detransitioners, people who for who listened mm-hmm. to older people when they were kids and went through some of these things. I mean, some of these some of these are girls that have had double mastectomies. Some of mm-hmm. these are boys who have had parts removed, and you can't get those parts back, right? Mm-hmm. Um, now, if you are an adult. If you are an adult and you want to make these decisions for yourself and that's you want right. to go through these things, that's none of, nobody's business but yours, your doctors, your psychiatrists, whatever. But, but we 90, are failing children. 97% of people that were under 21 that identified as trans have changed their mind by the time they're 21 and have gone back to their birth gender. But at the end of the day, like I said, we're not dunking on people who want to live as they, they choose. We're not. No, we're not of course we're not. Yeah. But what we're dunking on is people that are forcing these people into making decisions when the time isn't right and, and changing, I, I will, and changing them, you know? That's why I will repeat my statement. In my personal opinion, the biggest victims of the trans lobby are trans mm-hmm. people or, or, or gender-confused people themselves because these people are loudly, militantly, and using their voice to do things on your behalf that maybe you don't even agree with. That maybe you do, because, you know, I don't know about you, but most people just want to be left alone. From from, what, from my experience, and I guarantee you most trans people are exactly the same. They just want to do their thing, get on with their life, uh, and live as they are. 
But this lobby, this group of people, they're stopping you at being able to do that. They're speaking on your mm -hmm. behalf and they're making people hate you because of the things that they're saying. That's just my opinion. Yeah, just no, my opinion. I, I agree with you. I totally agree with you. And I'm completely against this whole... This whole thing that we've got going on in the world just now, it's just, um, it really disturbs me. It really, really does. Well, the, um, the fall of Western civilization is yeah. is happening right now. It is. It and is. Then, um, and, and then we have things like this, and Aldo put this video up, and I'm not quite sure what was going on, but it, these all look like brides, right? They do. And there was guys hanging about in the background, all dressed in kind of uniform. So it might have been some kind of military mass wedding, right? I think that's a fair assumption. Okay. So that guy getting his selfie taken is, is none other than Vladimir Putin. <laughs> he's, he's walking past them and they all are jumping up and down with excitement. I think some of them might have weed themselves with excitement, right? And they drag him in and they start taking selfies with him, okay? And I'm thinking I've to myself... just married Sergei, but Vladimir, yeah. take me to bed. Yeah, but I'm thinking to myself, see, tonight, when Sergei's giving it Tonka, she's, she's not thinking... thinking of Vladimir. She's not thinking of Sergei. <laughs> she's thinking of that topless Vlad riding that bear. Oh. Exactly, yeah. Oh. <laughs> It was wild. See that girl right beside him, the one with the dark hair? My God, you just see that. It was literally jumping up and down with excitement. It was so funny. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't understand the point for the whole not one trans insight tweet here. I don't, I don't understand think, the point. I, don't think, I, I, think, um, I think that doesn't really matter, but... You know, but it also, was the other thing that got me, the, just the whole thing that was going on. Before we move on to our next slide, I want to stay with this subject just for a second because I want to give a piece of advice to everybody right now. The way that we make these sorts of things go away is by ignoring them. Because what happens when a fad occurs, right? Let's say pogs, Pokemon cards, yo-yos. They come in, everybody talks about them, they get popular, and then people get bored and start ignoring them. What happens when that happens? They go away. Yeah, well, Pokemon's never gone away. Well, Pokemon moved to, to games consoles, and there are still cards, but remember yeah. the craze of the cards. It's, yeah, it's not a, really a thing anymore. No, but it's not. This is what happens. The, the, the more we talk about something, the more relevance we give it. The more relevance we give it, the more prominent it becomes. The more prominent it becomes, the more power it obtains. Just take away its power. See that? Um, in the chat room's talking about Bud, Bud Light. <laughs> Okay. Dylan Mulvaney. I just cannot stick that guy. I, I'm, I'm, I, I am telling you now, Dylan Mulvaney is, he's playing the long game. He's troll. He's troll. Oh, he's, he, he's either mentally ill, right, or, or he's, he is, as you say. But I, I, I'm convinced he's just playing a game. You know. Remember, the guy's an actor. Yeah. And he was doing things like Book of Mormon, Broadway, yeah. stuff like that. Then it all shut down. He's a so he had no work. He's a shit actor as well. Yeah, but still, he had no work. Yeah. And so he got himself a majorly large TikTok account where he's being nicely funded now by his whole 
day 365 of being a guy. He's, he's, he's trolling. Yeah, it's just, he just, he's another one that makes my skin crawl because he behaves like a six-year-old girl. But once again, the the guy's a grown man. The the way to make Dylan Mulvaney go away is to stop having conversations like this. Yeah. Just ignore him. Ignore him. You know, they only have the power, they only have the reach that we allow them to have. And with that, please share this stream so that we can have some more reach and maybe entertain a few more people we'd appreciate that but yeah they only have the power the reach that we allow them to have so just ignore people like Mulvaney and they go away it's as simple as that it really is let's move on to a tweet here from I want to say that says Spriter does that say Spriter it does say Spriter I would say Lavrov, the dollar has been removed from half of the transactions between Russia and China in his speech, the Russian foreign minister said that half of the payments between Russia and China are made through the national currencies of both sides, excluding the dollar. This is this is the end of the, the United States as a superpower. Well, it's, it's the beginning of it. Yeah. Mission creep. Yeah, mission creep. Yeah. It's a little things at a time. But, you know, the Biden administration has absolutely no power on the world stage. It doesn't. Screwed. Yeah. Screwed. Yeah, and it's about time. It really is. I mean, it's time the dollar was... The problem is, the problem is you're going to get the death throes of the superpower as it kicks around. And and you can see it happening. I mean, we can see it happening already. We can see it happening in the Indo-Pacific arena with AUKUS and the submarines and and with them going back to the Philippines and things like that. So, you know, they're, they're trying to destabilise a, a, a nation or a, an area that's been perfectly stable for the last, I don't know how many decades, 30, 30 decades, you know? Yeah. Uh, 30, th- sorry, 30 years, whatever. Three decades. Uh, right, so Spriter again, right? And um, we're on the... This is the end of NATO, isn't it? No, because it's... I, I, I'm actually going to push back no, a little it's bit. Not, I don't, this isn't the end of NATO. This is the end of Ukraine. Well, yeah, because uh, this statement here, Ukraine will enter NATO after the victory over Russia, Jens Stoltenberg says, there's going to be no victory over Russia. Yes, I understand that. But what he's also, what he's saying is Putin can't leave any part of Ukraine. Mm. Or the part of Ukraine that he's going to leave has to be small enough that he fulfills what he said he was going to do. Because Putin said he was, if if they didn't come to the table and if they didn't do what they were told and, and Ukraine was no longer neutral, right, then... He would drive them 150 kilometres back. Well, he didn't say 150 kilometres. He said he would drive them back from the Russian border as far as their longest-range weapon. Right? So if the Americans keep giving them longer-range weapons, he'll drive them further back until there's no Ukraine left. And do you, do you know what? Um, that is just... We're not, we're not supporting either side of this situation here. Definitely we're just not. looking at it analytically. Mm-hmm. And... I'm telling you, this is this is this is nothing but poking the bear. Mm-hmm. This is once again because I believe NATO made promises to Russia that they would not expand anywhere near them. Now they want to expand literally onto their border. I mean, yeah, there's wrong on all sides here. There really is. 
There's wrong on all sides here. I mean, I, I, it's just such a shit show. And I'm telling you, if something doesn't simmer down soon, it's going to be, and I think it's being orchestrated to be this way, there's going to be a fucking world war. There is. Of course it's being orchestrated to be this way because the, the peace treaty was ready to be signed. The deal was effectively yeah, done. Up. Yeah. And then fucking the clown turns up and tells the other clown, no, no, you can't deal with them. We'll keep giving you stuff. Keep pushing them back. And look at Zelensky now. I mean, look at the fucking state of the guy. He looks like he's crying every day. He probably is. He's probably shitting himself. He's probably thinking, when can I get out of here? When can I go and live in Miami? You know? Well, because what makes you think he's not already there and just using the well, green screen? He could well be, but I mean... He's like, because his country's gone. It's gone. I mean, it's been deindustrialized by by Europe and America over the last thirty years. So they've raped it off its resources. Um, Ten million people or more have left the country, so it's lost over a quarter of its population. Right? It's got nothing left. I mean. Well, what are you going to do? Where are you going to start? I mean, probably half its fields are full of mines. It's going to take you fucking years to get it back into operation. I think a, the thing is a massive shit show. And, and and then you've got... He's thrown all his top troops into Bakhmut, and that's gone. You know, the, the Wagner group are ramping through there now on a daily basis. They're killing a thousand or more a day. Uh, Advika's falling, it's going down as well. So and and even the Ukrainian army are now saying we're taking big, big hits. You know, we can't yeah, take I mean, it. They're saying, they're saying per Ukrainian sources, their army base has been rooted in the second of the three main fronts. Ad Avdika. Over one thousand killed or missing, slaughtered for nothing, end this madness negotiate now from this account here. Can you read out the account? Because I can't see it. Sorry, can I read out what? The oh, account name. The, Aurelius Redux. But this this is it, and this is something that I've been saying since the very beginning of this, is at the end of the day, the reality of the situation is, no matter who the leader is, this is about leaders, world leaders, swinging their dicks about, trying to measure their dicks, and what's really happening is, in this instance, a thousand innocent people who are simply being ordered to go and do something have died. Right. Mm -hmm. it's, yeah. it's it's unacceptable. It's unacceptable. At the end of the day, I think it's unacceptable that <laughs> that armies exist. And that I know that makes me sound really, really weird. But unless you really, really need need to stop like an onslaught or an invasion, what need do you have to send people to die? Well, most of you, most of the, your in fact, it's not even most all, all of your um, military actions are nearly always economic. Ultimately. Of course, of course. You know, at, at the end of the day, I um, I I I woke up and I I came out to John as a full blown anarchist the other day. Right, I'm I'm done. I'm done with. I, I think the idea of, of government, I think the idea of serving government, because that's essentially what an army does, uh, despite the fact that government are meant to serve you, I think all this needs to stop. I think all it's doing is making our lives worse. It is making our lives harder. It is making our lives poorer. Um, the entire system is fucked. Uh, 
It needs to be rooted from the ground up. It needs to be changed. Am I saying there doesn't need to be some kind of, you know, leadership or anything like that? No, I'm not saying that. What I'm saying is the system as a whole, as it stands, is wrong. We've already said this on the show tonight, but it's got to go. And the people that are within the system right now all need to be rooted out. They can't be allowed to be in that system again. And, and it, needs the thing, to, it needs to start again. Yeah, the thing that gets me is America was built with the whole idea of restraining government power, of not allowing yeah. this kind of thing to happen. Because exactly. That's why you had the federalism. That's why you've got the three different, you know, chambers, the, the, yep. you know, the, the, the legislative, the judiciary, and the, the executive. So America was built to avoid what's happening right now in America. Hmm? So and, and even that doesn't work. You know, the Constitution people, is, is people break a beautiful document. Sorry? The, cons the, the Constitution is a beautiful document. It really is. The idea on that on that document is is very, very noble. But, but um, one of the things in the or one of the things that really stops it, and it's the same for France, which is also a federal republic, right? As the ability of the president to make executive decisions without putting it through a vote. Let's move on, shall we, uh, to a tweet here from Ninny D, and it says, Breaking news from the independent, coherent radio signal detected from alien planets. It's happening, John! <laughs> As a, I mean, it's like... It's happening! <laughs> we're wait, we've been waiting for the aliens for ages. It's happening right yeah. now. Yeah, uh, I think it's just. I think it's just the independent being the independent. They got to come up with something. Of course, crap it is. To of try and make themselves some... relevant. I, I, you know what? At, at this rate, at this point, bring not bring the fucking alien invasion on. <laughs> bring bring it on. <laughs> bring bring it on. Well, you may what you may. You may turn, change your mind. Look what's going on in Wales, right? So this tweet from Sandra. A gang of feral sheep are terrorising a Welsh village and causing havoc. <laughs> Have you seen a New Zealand-made film called Black Sheep? <laughs> or does it involve Comedy someone horror. getting forced off a... Uh, does it get, involve someone getting forced off a, a cliff by sheep? I, I believe so. It's comedy horror. Yeah, I right? think I the, have, sheep, I the, sheep, the sheep drink some. The, yeah. the sheep end up drinking some sort of uh, nuclear waste or something. Yeah, and they essentially turn into zombie sheep. Yeah. yeah, it's happening. So, so here you go. A gang of sheep are terrorizing a Welsh village. The flock have reportedly taken over the village of Blip, with around thirty of them roaming free and causing havoc in local gardens and nearby roads. One local dad said his children were no longer able to play outside and said they're everywhere. The whole village is full of them now. There's probably 30-plus feral sheep. Do you know what? I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to stand with the sheep. And the reason I'm going to do that is because it's Wales and I God, God knows what they've been through. But, but, but secondly... You know, 
we shear them, we steal their wool, we we kill their young for our lovely, lovely Sunday roasts. Mm. Maybe it is time mm. that they get mm. to have a little roam around the uh, li- little roam around the village, <laughs> right? G- give them a cut, cut them some slack, guys. Let's give the sheep a break. Right? I'm with the sheep. So um, yeah. the country, the country that you're going to early next month. Um, so yep, one of the males in a French town near the coast wanted mm-hmm. to start a a, a migrant asylum centre, and mm. the locals didn't agree with the mayor's decision and burnt his house down. I mean, to each their own, John, to each well, their own. I would say that's pretty much direct democracy right, <laughs> right there. I, I, w- I, I, would, I, would, I would perhaps say it was a vote of no confidence in the decisions this man was making. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> I mean, I don't condone the burning down of one's house. I will oh, say that. I, I, definitely not. <laughs> definitely not. <laughs> but uh, I, I will say it may, it may well have sent a clear and present message. That's a... That's, uh, that's that's a fact here. Have we got stuff about the Trump indictment? Are we getting there? Yeah, just chill out. I'm just saying we're we're more than halfway through the show, and I I ain't seen nothing yet, and I'm ready to get into the meat and bones of it. Anyway, back to Ninny D. Says, yeah. Have you seen this? Tired living on welfare. Go fight for our proxy war. Then I I don't think this is real. Well, apparently it is. That's Idaho in the states. Yeah, but is is it? Is it real or is it something some troll has put there? This is what I mean. Well, I don't if, think it's right, real. If, if they have gone to the trouble of putting that there, right? Mm. The the thing, the one thing that really I don't like is the phone number. Right. The phone number doesn't look right because it no. doesn't have enough digits. For an like American I said, is it phone real? Number. What is it real? I'm not. I'm not so sure. I think that this is a troll. Um, and you know, but trust, that is, nothing that's, that you that's hear and a, only half of what you see. That's in a. I think it's on a subway or something in Idaho, which is pretty crazy. Yeah, the, I did question but it, but but literally, the person holding the camera could have put it in there themselves. They taken could. A picture yes, they could have. It it's not. It's not sealed. They could. Yeah. Have. Um, I'm. I'm just. You know. I've got to play devil's advocate here, and I've got no, to take I a agree. look at this. I agree. And I say I don't believe it's real. That's just my yeah, opinion. That's that's fine. Um, um, I, <laughs> this one's real. Go so, for it. It's from so the, the Pentagon. Though, so they do. The Pentagon have denied that there was a nuclear weapons accident. At a Dutch air base. It's completely untrue. It never happened. They do keep nuclear weapons at this base, by the way, right? But they're saying it was a training exercise and it wasn't a real nuke. We were just looking at an unarmed weapon when somebody dropped it and broke the tip off it. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> so if the, if the Pentagon's claiming it never happened, I'm pretty sure that it was a real broken arrow. Speaking of broken arrows, Spriter once again says Macron flew to China for a visit. It was reported that he would beg China to withdraw its support for Russia. In fact, I believe the statements that our old uh, 
one of the world's most wanted men, Emmanuel Macron, said <laughs> was uh, was uh, he will force China to withdraw its support for Russia. I, I don't think he will. Did somehow, you see, did you see what the Chinese foreign minister said? No, he said we welcome all tourists. <laughs> I mean, the thing is, Emmanuel Macron has no real sway in his own country. They're burning it down around him. They're going for nice meals in cafes whilst the streets burn behind them so that they can send him a message. He has no... If he can't even, you know... If he can't even control, so to speak, or at least lead his own people, uh-huh. how is he? how does he have any power well, on the world stage to force China to withdraw its support for Russia? He's got none. I think this photograph sums it up, mate. I really do. Look at look at the expression on Macron's face. <laughs> He's like, mm, I'm not really getting anywhere with this guy. I can I can imagine the conversation and how it went now. Uh, uh, Xi Jinping just just looking at him, going, "Your own house on fire! Your own house on fire! <laughs> you think you tell me what to do? Your own house on fire!" <laughs> look at the state yeah. of the expression on him. He looks like someone who's going. Oh, shit, I'm here for another three days, and he's already told me he's, I'm getting nothing. He's, he's going to get nothing. I know. Of course he's going to get nothing. The man's got no... It's like I say, they, they're marching guillotines down the fucking street in Paris. Yeah, I know. Um, um, Netanyahu rejects Biden's call to drop oh, Israel judicial overhaul. Why am I not getting this in the boot? I haven't got a slide for... I don't have a slide for... Uh, Donald. It's literally the title of the fucking show. I know, I know. Well, see, clickbait. <laughs> right, right, so after this, this is another title of the show. Well, you can talk about it after this one, right? So, mm-hmm. Joe Biden is effectively telling Israel that it needs regime change. Is effectively trying to promote a color revolution in Israel as we speak. What the fuck has gone wrong between Israel and America? And secondly, why is America interfering in Israel's politics? Because Netanyahu has turned around and said, fuck off, Joe. Isn't this the sort of thing they impeached Donald Trump on? Uh, America, it, to Ukraine? it doesn't even matter whether they impeach Donald Trump or not. Because, I mean, let's face it, Trump has an irrever- irrelevance at this point. Okay. What the fuck? The D- Democratic Party is mm-hmm. like it's like um it's like a two year old child that has never been chastised for doing anything. It's having a fucking no. full blown tantrum and it's cr- it's stomping around the world, imposing its will on everyone, and nobody's standing up to it apart from maybe Israel. Mm. No, you're you're right. You're right. Um, the Democratic Party are. Uh, they're just children at the end of the day. They don't know what they're doing. And America, because of that party, has lost all respect on the world stage. Um, and then look at what they're doing in New York City. They Look what they did yesterday in New York City to Donald Trump. I'm sorry, but it was the Democratic Party. Mm-hmm. Um, it, the judge in the case, um, before we we get into anything, is obviously a Trump hater. His wife is a Trump hater. His daughter runs some kind of uh, 
company or campaign group that work for the Biden-Harris campaign and have worked for Kamala Harris, it's obvious that the deck is stacked against Donald Trump here. And uh, when you look at the indictments, when you look through them, it's basically the same thing 34 times, copy and pasted, right, over and over again. The statute of limitations is actually out on them, but Alvin Bragg is trying to use this tolling thing. And then they've been upgraded from misdemeanors to felonies because he's claiming that that he did these things to cover up a second crime. But at no point within the indictments is there mention of a second crime. They don't say what the second crime is. Yeah. I mean, this is ridiculous. No, I I know we didn't. No, we couldn't have. No, because it now it's all been un. Yeah. Now it's so, all been unsealed. Yeah. So <laughs> the um yeah, but the indictments um the indictment it's a New York indictment and the indictment's not even an indictment. It doesn't even tell you what the crimes meant to be. It's a paragraph which, in two judges' views, two former retired judges, is is a mishmash of nothing. You know, Alvin Bragg. Alvin Bragg was elected on the platform of I'm going to get Trump, mm-hmm. right? And instantly, instantly, that makes this whole thing sus. It's, it makes the whole thing suspect. It, of course it is. Uh, he's pled not guilty, I think rightfully so. And I mean, one of these, one of these two payments, because it's two payments apparently, one to Stormy Daniels, who now owes Trump $600,000 because she's full of shit. Yeah. And uh, uh, one to uh, a Playboy model. And Trump still maintains he slept with neither of them, by the way. But also, Trump never made these payments with his own money. He didn't make these payments with campaign money. He didn't make these payments. Someone else made these payments and said that they were on his behalf for this thing. How is how is this being well, able to stand? It, see, that depends. It depends. I mean, I think what the contention is, the money came out of corporate funds, right? Well, it didn't. It didn't even come out. The money didn't even come out of Trump funds. Basically, what no. they're saying is checks that were written to Michael Cohen, yeah, uh, re- labelled as legal services because, you know, yeah. Michael Cohen was his fucking lawyer. yeah. Right, weren't actually for legal services. They're alleging they're just making that bit up because they got no, surely no proof of that. Well, yeah. So th- they're alleging that the checks were then reimbursed. So Donald Trump would write a check to Michael Cohen. That check that Donald Trump wrote to Michael Cohen was then reimbursed from his corporation, which is what makes it a crime, right? I, I, it's. Even you know, it's, on CNN it's, it's think not, this is going to fail. It's, it's, it's not going to stick. I don't think it's well, no, going to stick. Even, like I say, even pundits on CNN uh, say this is going to fail. And CNN are the fuck Trump network. So yeah. when they're saying that this is, you know, and they've got pundits on saying this is going to fail, you know this is absolute horse shit. Um, this is, this is a, a textbook example, in my opinion, of election interference. Um, if you want to talk about real election interference, the thing that they tried to impeach Donald Trump on regarding Ukraine, uh, this is it. Because also this opens up a whole bunch of avenues, doesn't it? Because if you can start indicting people on things like this, then what about all of the media outlets? What about the uh, the people who signed documents, the intelligence analysts saying 
that um, Hunter Biden's laptop was rushing disinformation because they're also alleging that, that what what that what Trump did here in these indictments is elec- election interference. Yeah. I so know. if that's election interference, then surely all this other stuff is too. Well, um, what about Hillary and her uh, emails? That's going to be uh, election uh, interference. Uh, if it, I don't think they thought this through. Put it that way. I no. really don't think because because if they even if they manage somehow to get him on this, they've opened up a Pandora's box against themselves, yeah. and people will go in. Yeah. So just be prepared, Democrats. Be prepared because that's exactly what's going to happen. But hey ho, Isabel Okershot <laughs> says. <laughs> well, they, I. You know what, I. This picture from Bob Moran, yeah, I, I don't know. What do you think? Well, uh, uh, and this might shock you. I'm not a great fan of Bob Moran. I'm not a great fan of anyone. Yeah, but I'm I'm not a great fan of Bob Moran because I think a lot of the time his his cartoons either aren't funny or they completely miss the mark. Okay, mm. that's cartoons probably closer than some I've seen, right? It's okay. making a relatively reasonable point. I think that's meant to be Piers Moron, and obviously that's GHB, right? You mm-hmm. can tell that because of our large nipples. <laughs> okay, <laughs> but I, I mean, okay, but what's actually concerning me most in this tweet isn't the cartoon. It's a statement from Oakshot. Nobody fought more bravely and consistently against lockdowns, face masks, school closures, mandatory vaccination and child vaccination than Julia Hartley Brewer. What a silly cartoon. Um, Hello. No, but... but oh, way harder. Just saying. GHB didn't. No, let me... Let me... Let me... Let me cut her some slack, right? Because she was I'm the not only... saying she was the worst, but... She didn't, she wasn't a strong player against these things. And and, and especially when it comes to mandatory treatments, right? She was, she, she was tweeting, took, well, it, to go who cares on holiday. Not, I was going to say, who cares whether or not she took them? That's not the point. No, like, I, the point well, I think it's relevant, right? I think it's relevant whether she took them or not, because if she's saying that mandatory treatments are not a good thing and shouldn't be enforced, but then she goes and takes them, not for medical reasons, right? Well, this is the point I was going to make. Purely to go on holiday, then she is effectively endorsing mandatory treatments. Yeah, I mean, this is the point that I, I was going to make, because if somebody genuinely wants to go and take any medical treatment, I couldn't give two shits. That's mm-hmm. what they want to do. Yeah. Um, but when they start promoting the fact that they're doing it so that they oh, can God. enter the mandatory system, then how is that fighting against the mandatory? And and then she would make statements, and this is where I'm going to push back. She, I would never use a vaccine passport in my own country. So then why were you going to use them in other countries? Yeah, I mean, see exactly nonsense. It is nonsense, but hey ho, hey so ho! It is what it Spencer's is. Spencer's clock to that's GHB. He's probably going to put that in his wank bank now. I sh- I assume so. Yeah, <laughs> good old Spencer. He does love a bit of Julia, doesn't he? <laughs> he does. 
He, he does. He, and, you know, all power to him. He can love who he likes. Uh, Teresa, who I believe is in the chat here today, says, Seriously, Scotland, and I refer to SNP voters, what have you done? Uh, Allahu Akbar, Scotland's new racist jihadi leader. This is from Amy Mech. Hamza Youssef won't allow women or girls into the same room with him while he's praying. And no, of isn't course that he won't. Part, they're not that's part to... of his religion. Yeah. So what 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 are what are we saying here? Well, I mean, uh, right. So Hamza Ham, Hamza was posting all these pictures about um, you know, celebrating these what we, ascension, <laughs> his ascension to first minister, and then leading prayers with his family, right? Uh -huh. But his family's not there. When he says his family, he means the men from his extended family. That's what he means. He doesn't mean his actual like wife and kids. So what you're telling there. me, so what you're telling me is he's not a progressive. No, of course he's not. Of course he's. But not. then he acts. But then he acts like a progressive. Yeah. He, because if you if, because if you're hardline to playing a game. I was going to say, if you are hardline in line with with these religions, these Abrahamic religions, then you can't, by definition, be a progressive. You can't. You can't. In and fact, he's not. He's in, not a progressive. No, no. He, he hasn't. I mean, you could, when you look at the way he treats people, he has no regard for those that one are not Muslim, right? He has mm. no regard for those who are white. And he I was going to say, in my personal opinion, yeah. the guy's a fucking racist. Oh, yeah, he is. And, and he has absolutely no regard for anyone who's a woman. Let's move on. Anyway, from Sp Sprite is getting a good old uh, coverage tonight. Yeah, Sprite has done well today. British media celebrates the terrorist attack in St. Petersburg. The Time released a disgusting cartoon mocking the death of Vladian Tar Tartarsky. Shameful behaviour. Um, wow. That's, pre that's pretty poor. That's pretty poor. Form. I mean, this is the time I mean, we're is. talking about. I mean, it is. Um, Wow. Now, regardless of regardless of whether or not the guy himself was an asshole, there were innocent people inside yeah. that cafe yeah. just going for a drink and stuff. And this is what you're going to do. You're going to mock that. Yeah, that's, and that's not right. Uh, this is this is we're back in World War Two now. We're back at World War Two yeah. levels of propaganda. Dehumanization. Mm -hmm. yeah. It is dehumanization, and believe me, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, it doesn't matter what color skin you are. It doesn't matter what country you live in. It doesn't matter fucking who you pray to. What spaghetti monster you love? It doesn't matter who you sleep with. We're all the same. We're all just people trying to get along. We're all just people trying to make a better life for ourselves and for our kids and and the like. Um, and this is just wrong. It's and we need to stop mm -hmm. dehumanizing one another. We need to stop fighting one another. Stop finding reasons to hate one another because what good is it doing us? It's just ultimately leading to more control over us. So, yep. You do what you want to do, but that's my advice. So, another one from Spriter. So, the Malaysian PM has mm -hmm. proposed an Asian monetary fund. Now, now you know why America suddenly want to get back into the Philippines and 
wanting yeah. to do deals with New Zealand and Australia. So the Malaysian PM proposes Asian Monetary Fund to, to reduce dependence on the US dollar. Mm. China's Xi Jinping says he welcomes further talks on the issue. I bet he does, because he's probably set it up in the first place. Probably came of from course. him by the back door. But you look at that picture, and those five guys there represent more than half the world's population and more than half the world's resources. Let's move on. Let's move on, because just look at that face. That's the man, that's... We, we looked at that earlier. Okay, want... let's let's uh, let's get into the funnies then. Let's just get. And there's not the a lot of funnies today, right? No, there aren't. And, but, and this you know, isn't like, really. Life. It's not even really a funny. This one is it? Well, no, it's just a fact, isn't it? Yeah, this it's is a fact. This, this is the point. Sharing memes is election interference and sends you to prison. Mm-hmm. as has happened in the case over on your left, and arresting a political party's lead political opponent, not election interference. I, I would say, and also making up the reasons to arrest him, because that is, in my personal opinion, what has happened here, right? Um, Alvin Bragg should probably face charges. Yeah. He, he should probably face charges. If If we were living in a just world, which I don't think we are, no, I, I Alvin, don't think we are, but yeah. I think I think he should face charges. And well, and is, the other uh, thing, Zelensky's done exactly the same thing, remember? He arrested his huh. top political opponent and then he banned the entire party <laughs> and, made it, and made them do. illegals. <laughs> yeah, that's what corrupt dictators do. I'm just, yeah. just saying that's what they do. Uh, and uh, the invitation of the century, design of official coronation invite that will be dropping on 2,000 very lucky people's doors is uh, unveiled. So are they just random people? 2,000 <laughs> random people? I don't know. But the question is, right, why would you post that in this day and age? Because somebody's going to copy that. It's not said to people. Well, you mean you mean pe- people are about to do, are going to do what I was about to literally suggest we do? Yeah. <laughs> well, the first thing that came to my mind was that's a blank slate. It doesn't even have draft over it. Nope. <laughs> you can get just, that sent out. You can just print that up and then put it in nice nice posh envelopes and send it out to people that you don't like and say come to London on such and such a day. <laughs> They don't turn I mean, up. They'll turn up with their invite and they'll go, Who the fuck are you? <laughs> I've come to see the king. Fuck off, Puss. <laughs> yeah, I think that'd be quite funny. <laughs> but then again, I'm twisting. Nice card. It's horrible. It's freaking horrible, isn't it? I mean, it is. It's ugly. It's sin. It, I mean, it, what, what, what's it like? It's like it's like it's been designed by someone who's on some kind of acid trip. That's Charles on an acid trip when he's talking to his flowers. He's going, yeah. "You, you, Petunia, you're going on the card. You, like, Phyllis, you're also going on the card." I don't know if anyone else remembers when they were very young and we had this. Like, remember when you used to have this mental like paisley patterned wallpaper and all that? No. And I used to lie in my bed looking at it and drawing patterns in my mind with it. Either that or I'd been sniffing gas or something, I don't know. Not that I ever did sniff gas. 
And now we move on, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. Of drugs. Don't do drugs, kids. Don't do drugs. Or, you know, do do drugs if you'd no, like. No, no, no. Don't that's tell platform. us about it. No, no, that's platform. No, no, no. Don't do drugs. Don't do drugs. So, don't um, do drugs. Gangle Props tells us <laughs> the dangers of smoking weed. Jesse Chavez fires off an enraged tweet to Dom or to Pizza Hut or the rollout pizza and it came I don't know if it was a joke but literally nothing on just the crush no cheese sauce no nothing no toppings nothing Pizza Hut Jess we'd like to hear more about this order please contact us at Pizza Hut with the details uh, my bad <laughs> I was high as fuck and opened the pizza upside down <laughs> At least he admitted that. <laughs> oh, that's a good one. That is a good one. That is a good one. Do you know what? I remember once, uh, once I, I when I was a, when I was a teenager, and I had partaken uh, accidentally. I might add in the devil's lettuce, right? Um, I ordered a Domino's pizza with nine meat toppings on it, and the fucking thing was like that tall. And I just sat there with the munchies going, this is the best thing in the world. Best pizza ever. <laughs> best pizza ever. <laughs> so uh, I can understand Jesse Chavez here wanting the pizza. Put it yeah. that way. I can yeah. understand the, the one. Um, so uh, on that note, on that note, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, if you've enjoyed our little foray into the news, our little look at some funnies and the like you can support us if you would very much like to at patreon.com forward slash chasing descent or indeed kofi ko hyphen fi.com forward slash chasing descent the one thing you can do that's free is click that little link in the description now to go to our rumble channel oh sorry in chat and subscribe over there because obviously we don't know what time to bringing us at the moment and so we simulcast we are also on rumble as we speak and if we can't be live here for some reason and we have said that we are not cancelling a show we will be live there so it's always good to have the backup in place if you could go and subscribe over there we would really appreciate it but if you can support us in any other way then please uh we would also appreciate that we want to build bigger better do more things and uh hopefully we can push this channel to a thousand subscribers pretty soon as well and a big shout out to our copy subs who have come through again in the new month so Thank you. We really appreciate sticking around. Thank you. Yeah. Well, we do. We do. We appreciate you all. Um, we love you. We're going now. So, John, okay. until Friday. No, tomorrow. Oh, yes. Till tomorrow, when we will be back live with Suzanne Seddon. Are you How coming? How could I have forgone? Um, she's... she's Am I coming? <laughs> Are you going to turn up? You're going to have to do I'll a leave that one. I'm going to have to do a three-scene set. Anyway, Ooh. with that, I'd like to thank yep. one and all for attending this episode 211 of Chasing Descent Live with me, John, from that horrible, horrible land that's just arrested the Scott. chief executive of the ruling party. And <laughs> from Ben... <laughs> in the bottom of this fair land that we call the United Kingdom. Right at the bottom, the arse end. <laughs> it's been great. 
for you. Yeah.